This is what matters most with your host, Paul Samuel Dolman, student, seeker, and the author of Hitchhiking with Larry David. Now sit back, relax, and get conscious. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to What Matters Most, my beautiful global audience around the world. We love the feedback, and we try to answer every inquiry and guest suggestion. We appreciate you. It's a worldwide love network. Today's guest, she is one of the great teachers on the planet today. She is tireless in her efforts, traveling worldwide, touching millions of lives. It's an incredible honor to welcome to the family and to our show, Her Holiness, Sai Ma. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm delighted to be with all of you. Mm, one family around the world. Yes, the whole creation. Not only this world. There are many worlds. And for what's happening on the planet right now, we're having great visitors from many other dimensions. I feel that. And before we dive into the deep stuff, I was curious and saw other people that wrote in. Just can you give us a bit of a glimpse of what your life was before you had your awakening and your greater awakening and, and on and on? You weren't born, I would guess, as conscious as you are in the second, at least not with that awareness linearly. When I was born, my parents said that there was a, like an electricity in the house, in the air. So I, I don't know anything about this. And there was a fragrance. I don't know. And then they also say when I was very young, maybe three and a half, four, uh, there was an old uh, elder who burned herself while cooking. And at that time, they were cooking with a, a wood fire outside. And they brought her to me and my mother placed my hands there. And after that, it was healed and there's no scar. I have no recollection. The recollection I have is I will see all my real friends. I call them my friends. The light beings in the air hanging in the air. And I converse with them. And they're still my great friend. I call them my gang today. And I will isolate myself. I will sit on, a, on the grapefruit trees and, and, and converse with them. They, 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 they knew everything. They, I'm part of them. They are part of me. That's how it has been. And then there was a time I wanted to leave this planet. I was about 13. I said, I don't, it's like it doesn't feel, I know this place. I don't know what to do here. So I lived in Mauritius and I went on that cliff. Just like I thought I was going to fly. I could have fall, fallen, but I thought I was going to fly. And and there was like three beings. They were not persons. They were a presence. I could see them, but they were not like physical, like my personal environment of physicality at that time. It's like they held me back. One on each side and one in the back. And today, if I will have to say who they are, I will say it, it was Archangel Michael, Master Jesus, and Saint Germain, and they are—they can hear what I'm telling you right now because they are right here. They're with me all the time, and that's their job to be with me all the time. So they—they—they they, they gave me a sort of assignment why I was to take birth on planet Earth. So I continue like this, finish my work. I was supposed to go to Cambridge University for medical study, and one month before, everything changed. I met this woman speaking French, and I was very attracted to that language. 
And I said, no, I'm not going to England. I'm going to France. And I ended up living in the street where mother used to live, mother of Cherubindo, uh, Rue de Grasse in French. I learned French in France. I learned French. And I became an au pair girl, which was the disappointment of my whole family, being the eldest daughter of a, of a Brahmin caste. So that was a big thing. And I continue. And the fact that I spent this time by myself, I, I was missing my family terribly, being alone in the Western world, never seen a, a, an elevator even in my life at that time. And I cried every day until one day when I called my papa, my mama, and say, I am I miss you, love you. And my papa said, didn't you want this experience? I said, yes, you then stop crying. Enjoy your experience. That was it. And from that place, I cried tremendously. And I went to, to the French Institute and learned French. And uh, my life completely started to change completely differently. And then I studied, study medical, study all kinds of things that was coming to me, homeopathy, psychology, start to think about a PhD, which finished late, way later. Travel, I crossed the Atlantic Ocean on a sailboat built by some friends. And we all crossed the Atlantic Ocean, start to be interested, lived in La Jolla. Uh, I mean, I, it's a, I've lived many, many lives in this lifetime. I can say that. What was missing terribly for me was like this, this immense love in my life. So I asked, I was giving lectures on life of the death, reincarnation, which at that time, 30 years ago, nearly nobody was speaking of. And I found my guru and stepped into, into what I am today. I just needed this love to continue to grow and do what I have to do on this planet because I come from a, from a planet where love is the main breath, pure love. I mean, really love in a high consciousness state. And here it was like, what do I do? Where do I go? So Baba, Piena, I just never left. And uh, healing power, everything just unfold from within and deeper and greater awakening until uh, the, the work of ascension, transmuting the matter, transmuting consciousness. And that's my life today. Be part of that movement of consciousness which takes humanity in its next, in its next body mind, consciousness, health, nutrients, and for, for humanity to realize that they can develop their powerful ability. They can live their existence with a grand purpose and to realize that life is phenomenal. To dare to be oneself, this formative power freedom of being oneself is right here. The, the arrival of the event for the new, the newness of each and everyone is right here. Enter the spirit of all that is. Enter the spirit of matter. Enter the spirit of consciousness. And everything can be manifested in one's life. Enter the spirit of the mind. The spirit of the mind is that transformative power. I am struck by, but not surprised by, one, the three beings that helped 
were there to assist you, not the jump, and I'm actually very glad you didn't. Those three have been my three. That doesn't surprise me. I lived up the road from you in Encinitas when you, not at the same time, but you were down in La Jolla. It's interesting. The rest, the rest, yes. I have felt like I'm from that same planet that you speak of, and I didn't want to be here either for a while until I figured it out. I thought I'd done maybe something wrong on that planet, and they sent me here to punish me. And I asked them to come back and get me, and I'd be happy to start again at the bottom. But I'm glad they left me here. This is a, I love this place now. I have come to accept it. And even though it has so much suffering, and I was thinking, meditating this morning, I wanted to hear your words. Why is the world we live in today in such suffering and confusion and, and in the deep grip of the human ego? Mm-hmm. Well, I think what everybody has to realize is everything will come to surface in these coming years, everything, because for about 28 or 30 years now, with my gang, we've been working to clean the Akashic record of humanity and of of the goddess Gaia, as well as the planet and the energy around the planet. When the Akashic records start to be cleansed and washed and purified, people can feel like, oh, this is off, I'm not well, and everything that goes with it. Under that, there is some great moments coming. The Akashic record is located in the trillion pieces of the DNA. The DNA original frequency is from the Pleiades, the Pleiadians. They pour their DNA in the human DNA to begin with. So there is under the different layers of the Akashic record, which can be dark, if we wish to use this word, or very low frequency, there is phenomenal light, phenomenal consciousness and richness of breath of all that is. It will have to be activated, to be energized. Imagine your, use your mind in all its highest faculties. Imagine the Akashic record are like this big chest that we put things in, in the attic. There is light in it as well as non-light or higher frequency as well as, well as lower frequency. And imagine that we start blasting it with love and light and compassion. Due to the fact that this, this frequency is so high, it will dissolve whatever is not of this frequency. And then you, everybody will start to attract to them the, the resonance, the law of resonance, the law of attraction to what we aspire to, which will take us to the law of one. So what I'm hearing, really, and I was wondering about this, is it possible that we are witnessing right now something new and beautiful and something higher and transcendent that's being born and created in this world and in humanity and all beings and all creatures? I just appreciate the word witness. So here's what this word is so important. Live this everyday life as a witness. So see the emotions come out to surface to be cleansed, washed, purified. Witnesses, don't get involved in these emotions. Don't take it personal. So, huh? Oh, doubt is coming up. Oh, thank you. And let it go by. I, I use, I, I love saying to everybody when I give lectures, I'm just passing by. They are just passing by. Whether it's, uh, let's say, I say doubt, what can it be? Resentment. Um, what else? Uh, 
in any of these lower frequency energies and, and faculties, let's say they are, they are coming to surface. Let them go back. Don't hold them to them. Don't even go inside of them. Stay where you are, the witness, and be you as your original you, the being of light that I know you. You will be amazed of the quality of healing energy that will come to you. And it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be anything that comes to surface. Just don't become it. This will lead a life-changing, advanced quantum healing. Many are light workers. Many, many on this planet are light workers. But I can also see how much light workers move into fear sometimes. This is a time where light workers can step up and allow light workers to be prepared to reclaim their magic abilities from their own Akashic records. From Lumeria, from Atlantis, from ancient Egypt, from immortality's knowledge. Each one of you carries such magnificent knowledge of the multidimensional cosmic being that you are. Magnificent. You are an angel. You are all angels. It's a new beginning. It's a beginning of a new beginning. Mm. And now you just explained to me how I, somehow, my mind couldn't figure out how I know so many things that i just know. I tap in. I called it intuitive intelligence, like the whole universe is an internet, and my being Googles whatever it is instantly beyond time, and then I'll I'll know it, and I'll go, wow, how'd you know that? And it does. It works. And by the way, I have this giant whiteboard here in my studio, and on it written with the biggest letters ever is, it's not personal. <laughs> so you're saying these things. The connection between us, wow. This is where humanity is going, to the new body. There's a new body. Now, each human carries this. Um, uh, when first realize that we are all light beings, this is the first thing. We are all light beings covered with the flesh body. Now, as a light being, Jesus used to say that to us, the seamless body of, your, your seamless robe your seamless body. This is the light body. So you have your physical body, and you have for this body, feeding this physicality, a body which I call the perfect body, and I even give the one of mine a name to it, the perfect body, the intelligent body. This intelligent body can regenerate anything in the physical body. And people watch me travel around the world nonstop. I don't know what vacation means, and I go, go, go. Never sick. Never sick. Never tired. Because I live on my, in the physical body, because it's my instrument for this planet, in total alignment with my perfect body. You all have a perfect body. You don't need to take out antibiotics. You have to step. This is the new humanity. Because when you look at a body today, which was not supposed to die or to be sick or to, be, uh, to go underground, none of that. This planet was created as a, I call this as a lounge, for each one to enjoy. Just the same way when you, you go to the airport, there's a lounge where you can sit and it's comfortable, it's quiet. Eventually, you'll have some good nutrients, but that's rare. 
This is a lounge between the physical body and the all I am that I am that each one is. The present, the, the self. It's amazing to be on this planet. This is an exquisite planet. It went dormant the same way humanity went dormant. Now it's being awakened. I don't say it's easy or not easy. No. And continue to talk. We have no idea how powerful our minds are. We use just a small portion in repetitive thought. We get all these downloads and messages from the culture that are toxic or limiting. But like you were touching on, and we've had scientists on, because you like the His Holiness the Dalai Lama. You're a scientist too. I've talked to you. You 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 know your science, and you said the mind needs proof. I love that line when we talked last time. Because we are in the limited mind. Now we our, we carry in us all these fantastic higher faculties where we can use our mind to step into and use the attributes to manifest anything we wish in life. Unfortunately, most children are not taught how to use their mind the way my parents taught me how to use my mind. The mind is a phenomenal gifted tool, a phenomenal tool, a blessed tool. It has all the components in it, higher or lower, good or bad, whatever, all the opposite. Use the mind. I decided to stop giving all these workshops so I can do my light work from different dimensions for the planet and humanity. And I then I decided to create a course called The Power of Your Mind. Not only the mind as an umbrella, but everything that this umbrella holds as the many different departments of the mind. So all these different minds can be used to transform our life. The power of your mind. And I see from January when I launched this program to now, people's life are so transformed. And I teach them how to become aware because this is the key to transformation in life is awareness. It's not a mantra. It's not to see or to run after therapy. None of that. Become aware. Oh, I am contracted. Oh, I am open. Oh, I am expect. I am in an expanded state. Oh, I am judging. Oh, I am surrendering. Awareness. Awareness will take everybody in a state of ascension of consciousness. I'm telling you, this people who live on this planet today. You will come back and you will see you don't die anymore. Because death doesn't exist by itself. You will live in your light body and then move. There'll be at a point. We won't need even a car to pollute us, a plane, nothing. We won't even eat because we live on prana. Our frequency will be so high. This is the shift that's happening right now. So it's very important for all of us to move from that old paradigm system, whether it's in medical, whether it's in education, whether it's in uh, uh, food, uh, everything, we shift. We shift from an old paradigm, we shift gear, we move into the next level. We are capable of this with our mind. And start to use your higher faculty of imagination. Transcend. It's amazing what we can do. A new body awaits, a, a new physical body. The purpose of existence, the grand existence, the grand purpose. Humanity has been so selfish for centuries. 
we are coming out of it. The best is to be aware more than to be unaware. Because unaware, it can hurt. Then you don't understand. Then you want to drop it. But when you are aware, you are in that place of ecstasy. Wow, look what's happening. Look where I'm going. It's all new. That makes sense to you. Mm, it does. I love that it literally, it's just a paradigm shift. You don't have to move furniture around. You don't even have to get a haircut. You, you just shift the way you see the world. And what I also really love what you're doing is you're really giving everyone, you're not giving them, you're making them aware that everything lies within. The whole game is within. You don't need permission. You don't need someone to tell you anything. You don't need to sign up. You don't need to travel to India. You can. It'd be nice to hug you anywhere in Colorado. But I say, I love that, that you're talking about this whole thing is an inner game. And guess what? All 7 billion of us, it falls to us to do our inner awakening. Bring that to the conscious community party, the collective. That's our thing. And then we'll be led accordingly. But if each person does their part of what you're speaking about so eloquently, so beautifully, then that is our contribution. And I think when enough beings' energy shift, it will expedite the rest. There'll be a critical mass, the hundred monkey theory. It will shift the whole planet. hundred percent. Now, what may happen, people may not feel comfortable in their physical family. Now, remember, if you took birth incarnation in a family, it was for you, not for your sibling. It was for you. You had the mother you had, you had the father you had for your evolution. And it could be you don't feel comfortable in it there. Do not judge them. Feel what's in alignment with you. And speak lovingly. You may say, you know, I won't see you for three months. Anything. Respect you. Respect energies, honor, honor that that's coming. It could be that your soul is bringing that to you, your higher self, your guide, your is bringing that to you for that shift. Because remember, all paradigm is most in in physical family. Find a community. This is a time for community, for support by community. This is a time of community. Go in. Now, you were speaking of we don't have to go anywhere. That is correct. What I will add to that is wherever there's a community, there's a vortex. When one starts from oneself, the person doesn't know how to build that vortex yet. And it can be a thin vortex. Whereas when there's a, where there's a community, like there's going to be the Kumbh Mela next January, the huge Kumbh Mela like more than 100 millions of people. I am going, and uh, many gurus are coming. The, some gurus are like 200 years, 300 years are coming to Kumbh Mela. This is so important. Why? Because this is a vortex. And actually, I had a, a thought the other day how I would, Gaia or any, whether it's Isis, many of the Divine Mother always wish to, even St. Germain wish to be in the body and speak to the audience. For the first time, I'm going to allow uh, Gaia, her spirit, her energy, her presence to be in my physicality and let everybody who's around me there, millions, to enjoy that presence. For them to know that Gaia supports them, the goddess, the presence. 
And the vortex is amazing when you can be in a group and move into light, speak with light, speak with high frequency, enjoy the quality of what you know is your mind, this magnificent mind. You climb the steps faster, and it holds on to you. It becomes a, a, the magnetic field increases higher power. It's amazing what happens when you are in a group. So I'm not saying do not travel, because like myself, I may have to go to South America soon, because uh, I think it was three, uh, five years ago, I was asked to start activating the Kundalini from the time it was in Tibet to South America, because now the Kundalini will start moving actively and install itself in South America for centuries. I'm not saying do not travel. It's fantastic to travel. It opens your mind, your energy. It's so fantastic. Realize it brings a high consciousness to your field because it becomes a vortex. Our beautiful teacher Jesus said, whenever two or more are gathered and the native elders said, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I had the simple thought this week that everything shared just seems like a lot more fun. It's a lot richer as much as I love speaking with you, the fact that hundreds of thousands of people are going to listen to this or more and that they may benefit, just I can't even describe what that feels like. It's even more transcendent. Exactly. Thank you. That's exactly it. Meditate by yourself and meditate with a group. It's very different. And then the beauty is that because of the power of consciousness, then you bridge this, the, the, all the different energies that surround this planet and then this galaxy, this solar system and beyond. You really, in a group, you can experience, I am that I am. I am all that is. What I hear, beautiful one, throughout all your teachings and being a witness and allowing family members and our collective family to be is really a, a deep and beautiful, expanded expression of compassion. Will you... Uh, elaborate on that. I love the way you come to compassion and the way you're saying it basically from all sides of the uh, pyramid and the vortex and the crystal. It's, it's everything is, seems like is permeated with this deep love and compassion, but compassion seems the word that sticks out. Mm -hmm. Now, if you, if we wish to, to really be compassionate, we have to come out of egocentric and selfishness and self-centered. The, the biggest disease for me in humanity is not cancer or AIDS or whatever. It's selfish, being selfish. This is a disease and a disease. My thing, my little thing. I have to tell you, I met a group of people recently who, who share with me that they don't want to be enlightened. I say, really? Why is that? I'm afraid of losing what I have. Oh. Enlightenment is bigger, way bigger than what you have today. Whatever it is, whether it's love, whether it's house, material or non-material, enlightenment is way bigger. It's a freedom that can be explained with words. And after enlightenment, you are not in a selfish place anymore. There's no self-centered anymore. Most people, it's all about me, 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 the me. No. Come out of this, step out of that comfort zone of me, 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 which is sometimes full of, uh, I don't want to say what the word is, but full of that, and uh, step out and 
look at somebody and acknowledge somebody else. Honor somebody else. You will be amazed of the quality of energy that your heart will go into. Why is that? Because your heart vortex, your heart chakra has two components to it. And there is a membrane in between these two components. The one component is pure divinity. One is pure human. One is human love, if you prefer. One is divine love, if you prefer. The more you step into that divine love, the thinner will be the membrane. And one day, the membrane disappears completely. And the whole vortex of heart is then of pure, pure love. You just love for no reason. You see love everywhere. You attract love in your life for no reason. And and please be clear, when I say love, I don't mean romantic relationships. That's another topic. I distinguish very clearly in my teaching, love is one thing, relationship is another thing. So the more you step into that oneness, consciousness where you come out of this selfish peace, the more expanded is your field. Your magnetic field increase around you. And then you start to, to connect and be in alignment with the magnetic field of the planet, of this universe, of this galaxy, and beyond. That's the beauty of humanity. Humanity is God in physical form. Now, when I say God, I don't mean a, a, an entity in the sky who punished me with whatever. It's consciousness. It's everywhere. You're inviting me and everyone and the universe. Instead of seeing yourself as a single tiny leaf on a tree, you realize the whole time you were this infinite forest of infinite leaves and you were the ground that they were on in the sky above. You were the whole thing, the whole time. And every once in a while, you can still be a leaf named Paul or Saima or Joe or Lynn or whoever. But yet you move freely between the two with great love and compassion and awareness. And you bring that light wherever you go. And just by simply emanating that light, you illuminate every being, every microbe you come in contact with for no other reason than the glory of it and being in alignment with it. And I think what you were describing, I had a bit of a pop there, an epiphany that I'm sure that's why the ascended masters and the enlightened ones hang around because they love to serve. They just, that's, they love that vibration of selfless, infinite love in service for all of us in all things. Absolutely. And when we look at, a being in its transformation and, and shifting gear and expanded, it's like food for us. It, it, it's nurtured us. We, we are in ecstasy when we watch because we don't want anyone to suffer. And none was created to suffer either. The source, you see, there's a creative source in each and every one. And the higher you move with your mind, in a higher consciousness, imagination is a phenomenal piece in that. Because what you're imagining, imagining in a higher way, it's happening in your field. It's happening in your subtle bodies, in your chakras. And it's going into your Akashic record. It's going into into your DNA and activating your DNA to its original template. 
It feels amazing, and it's like watching people dying of thirst everywhere while the infinite waters of life are freely around us and accessible at all times to everyone democratically. It's amazing. You would say, oh, don't be thirsty. There's water everywhere. Come have, in fact, let, allow me the privilege to pour from the wellspring of infinite love. But when the person is blind, when the person is blind and, and, and can't hear there's water, they stay in that suffering pond. So awareness is the number one. And, and when you start to move into that awareness and and the synchronicity of life will bring everything to you. This is when you open yourself, and it's magic. This is when the magic happens. And use the mind for it. Most people stay in in the same thought every day. Ask somebody, what did you think today different than yesterday? Oh, nothing, the same. But use your higher mind. Use your, your unlimited mind, your divine mind, your mind of the, the sacred mind in you. Come out of the limited mind and create a new life for yourself. I'm telling you, you will succeed. There's no other way but. And after success, you, you will feel fulfilled at a point because you know this is what your life is about. Will you talk and share a little bit about the deep love and connection both of us have for the being Jesus and how that magnificent being and soul is still so intimately evolved with the human experience and evolution? I think a lot of people have a, a more limited, and I'm not judging, it's just a very didactic religious view, or they see old paintings of a white Jesus with blue eyes. And sadly, in America, sometimes it's Jesus. <laughs> I know. Jesus somehow came from Norway, and so did Mary from Sweden. Even though they're from the Middle East. Oh, and then I God. see Jesus now in a in modern America, carrying an automatic weapon, you know, in one hand and sometimes uh, a symbol of hate in the other. Uh, will you give us your take on that? And it was so nice to hear you laugh. I think that just made my day. Well, first, we all have to remember, no matter how much we put Jesus on a pedestal or on a cross, Jesus was a beautiful human with all the traits of personality, whether it was anger, whether it was discipline, whether it was firmness, whether it was loving, he had it all. His color skin was cafe ole, but bronzy. His feet, I mean, I could go in detail about Jesus. So use your imagination. What make, this is what I will say, what sometimes may have made some painters, some artists, uh, draw Jesus, paint Jesus white is because of his light body. He has several light bodies, so that can make people think. And it is true. I see myself when I used to do Journey Profound Healing Workshop, which is a very, very unique healing program. Sometimes my, I, my body will turn black, 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 swollen. And then when I come out of it, my skin radiates light again. You've said everything about Jesus, but you know what I would like to say today is don't focus on Jesus. Focus on the Christ principle within each one of us. Go within you and say, beloved Christ principle, I know the knowingness, all right? I know you are within me. Today I come to you humbly. Touch my heart with you. Give me a taste of your presence. 
Make me feel you. Open me. I surrender to you. This Christ is not a person. Christ is a principle. It's a shakti. It's a power. It's a consciousness. It's the same for Buddha. It's the same for Divine Mother. You are all Divine Mothers. There's not only just a few Divine Mothers. You are all Divine Mothers dormant. You are all Christ beings dormant and being awakened now. And you have no choice. You're in a place of choiceless choice to be awakened. Mm, you, you said it. You said it. And I saw Jesus as a man, St. Isa, who just woke up to the brilliant thing that you just articulated, the truth of that, and said, ye shall do greater things than I. It was rather, it's all within all of us. Anybody can have it. And you don't need the Pharisees or these guys or those guys. It's all holy. Every moment's holy. Do unto others. Love one, love one another. Well, in a conference call, you're going to like that. In a conference call to a group, I said recently, I said, Jesus said, love your neighbor as you love thyself. But I said, you don't love yourself. So that's the issue right now. That's probably exactly what's happening. Too much self-hate. I, I, yeah. I tell people, you, if you can't love yourself, if you're trying to pretend to love others, you're faking it. It's a pantomime. And it won't carry the right frequency, and you'll do more damage. Start within. Find that frequency. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and if you have not accepted yourself, how can you accept the neighbor? The key to accept oneself. Yes. And then they say to me, so what did Jesus mean when he said, uh, you will do more than us? I said, he didn't have internet. Look what we can do today. Not only he didn't have plane to travel like we travel today, but internet. He might have just been thinking about hot water and plumbing. It might have been a more modest projection. Yes, yes. But internet, I mean, internet. It's a net. We are all interneting in that net. We are all in the same net. Why Shurobindo could not ascend in his physical body? Because no matter what Shurobindo was doing or Mahavata Babaji was doing, to, to ascend the physical matter, the physical body, they are in the same net like everybody else who believe in that. This, this power of belief that it's normal to die. Listen, people have to really think about the power of the power of belief. It can kill you and it can keep you alive. Power of belief. It's huge. When I, I work on a cellular level with people in my healing work, and and sometimes I just when I when I grab the mother cell of the of an organ of a body, I mean the memories which is there, have to clean all this to get them healed. Because we hold everything. And that becomes the Akashic record. But for the new body, for the new mind, for the new human, all the Akashic record has to be enlightened. Put light in your DNA, put light into your cellular structure. And turn it into something new. And you can tap in, in the frequency of, of this galaxy and bring what you need in your body. It's so magnificent. And I can just hear your passion, your joy. How amazed are you at, in every day and every moment at just this incredible, miraculous, infinite experience of miracles and magic that you and I get to experience having had the shades taken off our eyes to varying degrees. I I'm amazed by everything and humbled and just in awe, everything. 
I'm so passionate to see the new human. I'm so passionate to see the frequency of every human can be a God walking on this planet. I'm passionate. I mean, I, I, I would like my staff to send you one of the calls that I give on the power of the mind or the practicum or the health. What I speak about health of stem cells, baby stem cells awakening in the body. I can speak of all of this. I'm passionate about it because I can see where any human being can be. And no matter what I'm telling you, no matter what we see, something great is happening. Really great. There is a new life on this planet, on a cellular level, on a DNA structure level, on a light level in the DNA. Just imagine your DNA with all its pieces starting to shine and pulsate light in high frequency. You will never, never be sick. The planet will never be sick. And the planet will shift from fifth dimension. Already the planet has moved into the fifth dimension. will shift to way higher dimension and become like a Venus. Being the Orion belt and shine its light. And we have our, our spaceship, our vehicle, living vehicle to travel from one galaxy to another, one universe to another. And whatever you, there is a point, I've said that maybe 30 years ago, 40 years ago, there will be a point where no women will suffer when they give birth. Because we will be a group, community groups. We need more, more beings, not people, but beings. We will manifest from other dimensions. So when we see our pineal gland start to pulsate its light, to be uh, really existing in itself, from because long time ago our pineal gland was big. Now it has turned into a shrinking. When you start loving light, welcoming light in your life and consciousness and be conscious, the pineal gland starts to be awakened again. And it's amazing what you can do with this instantly. And you live always in that now. And I'm telling you, life is absolutely fantastic with that. It's, it's, a, it's a, the biological piece that each one holds today move into a godly a divine, a creative source biological system. And you have this fantastic now, right now on this planet, it started a few months ago, a fantastic ability to discern energy. So all of you who are listening to this program, I thank you to be on and, and continue because it's of great knowledge, it's education, it's informative. There is a new energy called discern energy. You get this ability, it's like a beam of, of thin light, it's, you get this ability to discern energy when you see it in a lower frequency with your thought forms and intent, pure intent, you will raise the frequency of this energy yourself. This is when you will realize you are a master because you are a master. You just have to become aware of it now. And for that, Stay in alignment with all your higher self. You are all multidimensional, beautiful beings of light. Stay in alignment, and it's a vertical line, and it's right here for you, available, waiting for you to call on it. Imagine you are, any one of you here, imagine you are my higher self. And I never look at you. I always look at something else. Just imagine the joy you feel the day I call on you. Oh, my beloved higher self, I'm ready. I'm ready to be with you. 
I'm ready for my marriage with you. It's amazing what you get. This is your real guru. What is the meaning of guru? From darkness to light. You have your inner guru. The outer guru comes as a reflection of your inner self, your supreme self. This is a reflection to awaken in you what you really are. So use that ability to discern any energy and with your pure intent, your capacity, your power, the light that you are, the, the magnificent enlightened being that you are, ascended being, you are an ascended being. Please know that. If you never hear me again, remember that. I am an, an ascended being in a physical form to, to experience what is on this planet. But unfortunately, the planet went, the whole thing went too far in, into its lower frequency. But now you're being exposed to high, high frequency into the grand purpose of your existence. And I'm here for you. I am here for you. Communicate with me whatever way you wish. I always respond. Why? And I respond faster than the light you put in your house when you get in your house at night. Because I am you and you are me. There's only one. That's the law of one. One day I'll teach on that. Maybe. The law of one. I know you have to go, and I cannot thank you enough. And I want to say the door to myself to eternity and to this program and its platform are always open. And there is a beautiful seat here for you anytime, any place, anywhere to come here and be your magnificent expression that we got to witness a glimpse of today and touch me so deeply and those around the world to continue to do the work. There are all kinds of links on this page. If anyone wants to go directly to your work or workshops, whatever. There's so many resources there, so many teachings. I am almost without words. I am so, so inspired by you into the wordless realm and your generosity, which is inspiring to me. And I want to move forward and embody this message from this moment on and bring it to the world. And for that, I am eternally grateful. My dear love, I'm so grateful for the service you rendered to us. And I'm your own reflection. I'm your own reflection. Nothing more, nothing less. If you permit me, I'd like to give two messages. Please. For those of you who are young couples who wish to bring a soul on this planet, I'm working now with great saints to see who would like to be a bodhisattva. They were already enlightened. So... It's a big work to be a parent right now, to be a parent to souls who are already evolved and who will come as bodhisattva to serve the planet and humanity. That's one. The second is, has come in, on this plane many, many souls who has come on this planet more than a thousand times. All of you carry great, great phenomenal knowledge, huge knowledge, because every single time you've come on the planet, you gather knowledge. I know many of you wish to be lazy and just enjoy. Uh, that would be me. <laughs> enjoy. 
there will be a time you will feel that you're, you, like you're doing, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. You feel a little frustrated, irritated with yourself. Like you will say, I'm wasting my time, something like this. Please feel free to communicate with me. On the website, there's the, the email. It is your time to be the master that you have created and planned before incarnation for this lifetime to move with the planet in the fifth dimension and more and to clear the planet so it moves into its life. And for you, dear souls who have come here many times, I don't want to call you all souls because soul never age, but you have come on this planet many times. And I suggest you really move into your purpose of shining your light on this earth. This earth is a heaven. And it's a heaven for all of us. So it's with great, great love, deep respect, great gratitude that I welcome you in my heart in the eternality of now. In all that is, we are one in the grace, in the power, in the magnificence of the law of one. Oh, man, and so it is. I don't know. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you, my dear love. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some, but for everyone. This has been What Matters Most with your host, Paul Samuel Dolman. Please follow Paul on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And go to paulsamueldolman.com for the latest news and updates.